1: Welcome on to the show. Ralph Vacchiano covers the NFC East for Fox Sports. Ralph, thanks for a few minutes. How are you?
2: I'm doing good. How are you? Doing
1: well. We saw your report on Sam Howell over the weekend and wanted to get you on to chat about it. So it sounds like you think there's interest in Howell around the league and that he's a possible trade chip for Washington if they choose him to be.
2: Yeah, I do think so. You know, there are a few teams that like him. Um, they, You know, um, not going to love him. He's not going to excuse me, bring back a first-round pick or anything, but obviously he showed some potential. He played well for you know seven, eight, nine games or so last season before he seemed to hit a little bit of a wall. And I think for the commanders, if they do end up taking a rookie quarterback in the first, uh, first round, the second pick, or if they move up, or even if they move down and take one, I think you don't want Sam Howell to be sort of an afterthought on the team. He's not really a veteran backup who can help A rookie, um, you'd probably have to have a veteran backup anyway, which then makes him a third stringer, and then you're just sort of wasting him. If you can then trade him to another team and get a third-round pick or so in return, I think that's a valuable thing for the Washington Commanders, assuming, again, that they take a quarterback at number two, which I do think they're going to do.
3: Ralph, where, where, what kind of team would this fit for? In other words, my my thinking is if you're going to miss out on that top group of three, I mean, it's all eye of the beholder stuff, obviously it's the draft, and you don't see a great path to dra- drafting a signal caller you like, it might cost you a lot less to get a guy that's doing a rookie deal and maybe find out about him. So somebody that's in, you know, maybe outside the top 10 in the teens, hey, your thoughts on that and what kind of teams might be interested now? In Yeah, I think you're right that anybody who can't get
2: a hold of a a rookie quarterback, you know, one of those top four or five, has to at least think of him. Um, You know, you're you're getting you're getting sort of a bonus. Not only do you get a guy that's on a rookie deal, but you get a guy who's played and been in the league for a couple of years. He's not going to go through the same, uh, you know, rookie mistakes and and you know rookie growing pains because he's already had that. You know, he threw for what 3,800 yards, whatever his total was. this season, he's won a bunch of games. He showed that he can handle himself, so he's starting to get into the time where he would be. You would think in a little bit of a comfort zone. So, uh, you know, just looking down through the draft, um, you know, I, I don't think the Giants would do it, but they're, you know, if they didn't have a um, Daniel Jones, they're committed to him, they're probably stuck. If you're looking at um, a team like Tennessee or Atlanta if they're not committed to the quarterbacks that they have and they want to, um, you know, decide to go with a young guy. Some of them. Uh, might be interested in that. I think really the the team that jumps out to me really is the Jets because they have got a, a 40-year-old quarterback in Aaron Rodgers that they're committed to, but they don't know for how long. It could be one year, two years. It could be another two plays if he gets hurt again this season. They're in a position where they have to be thinking what's next. So it's a low-risk thing for them to bring in a Sam Howell, let him sit behind Aaron Rodgers for a year or so, you know he might be he'll be on his rookie deal at least for another year and then then you got to you know you have a choice to make whether you re-sign him or not but you can grow and learn about him and decide is this the guy that we want for our future or do we have to move on
1: Ralph Acciano NFC East reporter for Fox Sports covering all the teams in the division joining us here on Grant and Danny you mentioned a third round pick both in the reporting and then even in that first answer you gave us I mean is that what you've heard the, the possible value is Are you speculating on what they could get? Where does that come from?
2: You know, I think right now it's all mostly speculation. I have no um, thought that they would, you know, I, as far as I know, they haven't gotten any offers for him. I guess there's probably been a couple of teams that might have called and said, hey, are you interested in doing this? But, uh, you know, one of the people who told me that maybe they could get a third-round pick from him pointed out that I think the the 49ers, when they traded Trey Lance to the Dallas Cowboys, they got a fourth-round pick. Now, Trey Lance was a first-round pick. Pick when he was selected, but you know who do you think right now is the better quarterback? I mean, Trey Lance has not shown anything. Obviously, he's had injury issues. Sam Howell's played for a year. He's shown he can win a little bit. He's shown he's tough. Um, you know, I I would, and this person said, I I think Sam Howell right now is the guy you would be more comfortable with. So, if the 49ers got a fourth rounder for Lance, why can't the Commanders get a third rounder for Sam Howell? The truth of the matter is that it all comes down to you know, how many teams are interested, you know, do they what picks do they have that are extra, um, you know, where are they in the draft? Maybe a team is sitting in the third round ready for a quarterback and they don't see any that they like. and They say, you know, maybe we can get Sam Howell instead. He's a quarterback that we like. So it, it's kind of fluid on what they might be able to get. That's more just speculation. But, you know, I can't imagine if, again, if Trey Lance is going for a fourth, I can't imagine it's going to be less than a
3: fourth. Ralph Vacchiano with us from Fox Sports here on G&D. So, Ralph, here locally, we saw all the throws, right? I, I imagine folks would have access to the film and, and everything else. So they're going to make that kind of a decision. But would the argument for here be there was enough good where he was trying to rise above a pretty terrible set of circumstances, an offensive coordinator that's not there anymore, that's now in college, a head coach that's doesn't have a job, uh, a previous regime that's pretty much been, been let go almost altogether – Probably not a great offensive line or or set of skill guys that didn't really fit what he was doing and still was okay at times. That's kind of the rosier picture of it. Is that kind of the case for why someone would be interested in Sam Howell? Yeah, I think so.
2: Um, You know, look, there there are issues, right? You know, he threw 21 interceptions, and that's not a good thing. Um, A lot of quarterbacks, Peyton Manning famously threw a ton of interceptions his first year. I know Eli, I covered him through a ton. A lot of quarterbacks throw interceptions early and that gets better. But the upside of Sam Howell is there's probably just a handful of quarterbacks. um, I don't know that there's 32 of them, to be honest, that are capable of throwing for near 4,000 yards that could throw 4,000 yards, 21 touchdowns. Is that what he finished with? Uh, yeah, Yeah, 21 touchdowns while he's being sacked 65 times. I mean, he was just under constant pressure. Uh, you know, I don't know that he had the greatest skill set. Uh, I don't know if this was the greatest offense for him. It was really his first year learning in offense. And he did all that and showed his toughness, got the experience. So, uh, you know, I think people see that. and think imagine, you know, looking through for 3,900 yards and 21 touchdowns, imagine what he can do if you put him in a better situation behind a better offensive line. Maybe, you know, maybe the upside is higher than they thought. So I think that's what it is. I don't know that anybody's sold on him is – You know the next great quarterback. I don't think that anybody would settle for him instead of Drake May or Caleb Williams at the top of the draft. But if you don't have a really good answer at quarterback right now, and he's sitting there for a you know a second day pick, you got to think about it because you know there aren't a lot of quarterbacks who are young enough on that rookie deal who have the experience and who have done what he did in a bad situation.
0: Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
1: Ralph Acchiano covers the East with us on G&D. I was looking at some research someone had done on how many quarterbacks played 95% of snaps this year, last year, the year before, and you know, dating back over the years and how it all compares. And it does seem like the, the backup quarterback is becoming more critical, which to your point might be why a team like the Jets is interested in Sam Howell. But from Washington's perspective, keeping Sam Howell also has merit. Now I know your suggestion is, Maybe with a kid, you pair him with a veteran, whether that's Brissette or somebody else, and then Hal is somewhat redundant, I guess. But you know, walk me through that. Like, Let's just say you're Washington. Wouldn't you almost need a sweet deal to do this? Because otherwise, as you're pointing out as to why a team might be interested, Hal making no money as a former fifth-round uh, fifth pick is actually a great asset for the commanders, and you don't trade great assets.
2: It's true. I mean, they're not going to trade him away for a fifth or sixth round pick. I don't think you'd dump him just to dump him. Um, You know, I think uh, most general managers would think a third round or a second day pick is pretty valuable. But, um, you know, I do agree with you. There's value in Sam Howell. I'd be comfortable with him as my backup quarterback. My issue with him for the commanders is, again, assuming they are going with a rookie, that it's Drake May or Caleb Williams. My preference, I have no idea if this is Adam Peters' preference or not or if this is Dan Quinn's preference or not, but my preference is when you've got a rookie quarterback, you bring in a veteran who's done it before for years, who can not only be the guy that can step in for a few games um, and, you know, take over if the rookie struggles, but also be a mentor to him. Uh, you don't want a guy who is young enough where he's still sort of fighting for his career. A guy who's young enough where, I mean, Sam Howell is still trying to figure things out, right? He's only started 18 games. He does still, well, it's not he's not going to be experiencing a lot of growing pains. He's still learning. Um, I would prefer a Jacoby Brissett, who's done it, who understands, you know, his place in the NFL now is probably mostly a back. He's happy to play, but he gets it. He's there to support the the young kid in front of him. So that's what I would want and why, you know, that, if you do that, then Sam Howell's your third stringer, and that's just a waste to me. Um, I, I don't know if, you know, maybe Adam Peters would be comfortable with Sam Howell as a backup, but um, that's a tough spot for anybody who wants to play, who's really who thinks they deserve to play and is really still fighting for that chance in the NFL. It's a bit of a minefield to put that behind a rookie who's going to need to play because he's the number two pick in the draft.
3: So, Ralph, also in your piece, you you referred to Dan Quinn not saying the word rebuild, right? And, right. I, and I think it's very relevant to to, to where I'm going here. For me, it is a rebuild. And I, I anybody that I'm going is not part of my plans two years from now, is, and I can get something for them, I'm spinning them. I am I am taking that pick and and, and running with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So thinking about how the two years that he's under contract are going to be my rookie starter, figuring out if he can play or not. And then by the time I get back to Sam Howell, maybe it's right time for him to go. So I would move him. What do you think the team is thinking? Because if they don't want to say rebuild, it's recalibrate or other words that start with re – that may not be part of their plans in in that way. I'm taking whatever pick I can get for something that's not bolted down. They may not feel that way. Your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think they're going to move them. I I think that, especially if they take a quarterback at number two, I think that they're going to find takers for Sam Howell, and they'll move him, and they'll bring in, you know, they'll re-sign Jacoby Brissett. They'll sign another veteran. I think that's the smart way to go. It's the way most teams go. Um, You know, obviously, they're so new right now, I don't know that they've formulated a complete plan and exactly what they're doing. Um, You know, but again, I I don't think they would give him away if if for some reason the best offer they get is a sixth or seventh-round pick. Then you keep the asset. You know, then if your rookie gets hurt, maybe you play him. Maybe a quarterback on some other team gets hurt in training camp, and suddenly Sam Howell's uh, value is even more because teams start to get desperate, and they want somebody with some starting experience. So, um, you know, I don't think it's a given and a guarantee they'll trade him at the draft. I just think at some point he's just – you know he's an asset to them as, in terms of what they can get for him not what they would have on their roster and you know they're never going to say rebuild because everybody hates that word and it always looks like oh no we're starting over and it's going to take 5 years or whatever but you know you and I know and everybody listening knows they're rebuilding you know they they've got what is it now what this cap raise 80 like something million dollars in mm-hmm. cap room a high pick they're going to start over with a rookie quarterback they're not looking at Let's make the playoffs now, or let's just fine tune this. This is by the time they're back in the postseason, it is going to be a completely different looking team, and whatever you, whatever R word you want to use for that is fine with me.
1: But we, we know it's a rebuild.
3: Rob, thank you, buddy. Really appreciate the time, man. Hey, my pleasure.
1: Anytime. Rob Vacchiano, Fox Sports covers the NFC East.
0: Okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.